the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Buckle up and settle in for a full hour of automotive mayhem with the real car guy, master technician, Mark Salem, where the only two things we can't fix is a broken heart and the crack of dawn. To talk to Mark, call 602-508-0960. That's 602-508-0960. Now, once again, here's Mark. Well, let me see what's going on here and push the right button, and maybe we'll just push another button and... Gil, something's wrong with my machine. Oh, well, oh. you're actually through the uh, board here, so you're on the air. Oh, well, that's good news. Good thing I didn't say anything bad, right? Uh, Used bad well, words or something? More. I know, I know. And thanks for oh, covering yeah. for me. I appreciate that. I know that you're helping me out there. I can tell that. Anyway, 602-508-0960. I know we have a caller on the line, and we're going to just grab that right now, and we're going to go to Don. Don, good morning. How can I help oh, you? Oh, yes, sir, Mark. Uh, listen, I talked to you a couple of weeks ago when Nate was on the program. Uh, I've uh-huh. got that 2000 one uh, GMC four-cylinder, uh, and I had it diagnosed as a rod knock. Now, I'm going to take it to Thompson. I'm going to flatbed it over. But uh, is it possible to uh, do uh, rod bearings uh, from the bottom end without pulling the engine? Well, um, Just by it lifting really matters. It, up? it matters on what's the easiest way. Here's what I'm saying. We have to pull the, if we're going to do rod bearings on it, we have to replace the crank. And if oh. we have to replace the crank, we have to take everything off the front of the crank and we have to disconnect the crank from the flex plate or the flywheel. Yeah. And we have to drop the crank off the bottom. Oh. Then we replace the crank, we take the rod bearings out of the rods and then yeah. reattach them to the crankshaft. Now, I suggest to you that you let Thompson's do whatever they want to do and I'll tell you why. I would say to you if it was my shop, I'm not doing it that way. I'm going to take your engine out. I'm going to flip it over. I'm going to put it in an engine stand, and I'm going to do all my work right next to my bench. I'm going to clean as I go. I'm going to do a perfect job. And when I'm done, I'm going to rotate. I'm going to put the oil pan on it. And putting the oil pan on it when it's on an engine stand is a whole lot easier than putting an oil pan on it when it's not, when the engine's still in the car. Right. So, And I think the difference between do the crankshaft in the car and do the crankshaft out of the car might be the difference of 100 to $150. Okay, and so great. I wouldn't meantime, give you that choice if it, if it were my shop. I would tell you I'm going to do it this way. Okay. They're still under the weather, so they can't even take it for a while. I, in the meantime, I bought a 2000 Nissan V6. It runs like a top with 194000 Even the tranny works perfect. Uh, should I service it anyway? You didn't get any maintenance records. Okay, you didn't get any ma- any maintenance records from anybody. No, I bought okay. it from a buddy, and I drove okay. it, and everything's just perfect. I checked all the fluids, and everything's clean. And okay, I think to answer your question is is I'd want to look at the the I would want to take the dipstick out of the transmission, and I'd want to 
take a white paper towel and wipe it off, and I'd want to look at it. If it's brown, 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 and smells burnt, I'm not quite sure I would do that. I would understand there's a slight risk of causing a problem that you don't have today. Uh There's a slight risk of causing a problem you don't have today. On the other hand, if it's nice pink and clean, then chances are it's already been changed. Okay. So you're looking at the two different you're looking at the two different fluids on opposite ends of the spectrum. Um, what um, it, which who's going to do the the uh, the rod bearings for you? I'm going to flat bed it over to Thompson's when they okay. have an opening. Okay, you know Thompson's just got hit by a storm and blew the roof off. Yeah. yeah. God bless Burnt Ryan and Thelma. They are they are really really troopers. Um, I, I say. With- yeah, insurance adjusters on on uh, customers' cars damage and all yeah. that. Yeah, yep, yep. You're you're exactly right. You're exactly right. Um, and I talked to him about that, and he said the same thing. I think I'd let Brian decide whether he's going to take it in or out. And I would also just say, when I drop it off, would you look at the transmission fluid on my car and tell me if you think I need to have it changed? That's what I would do. Yeah, I'm going to follow the flatbed over uh, in my okay. new Nissan. It's a 2000 Nissan. It's a it's a uh, what do you call it? The Pathfinder Desert uh-huh. Runner with a can. It's a really nice truck, but uh, I'll uh, I'll check the the tranny fluid. If it's burnt, I'll I'll have it serviced with a with a minimal chance of causing more issues than I have now. I don't have any issues now, okay. but if it if it needs servicing, I'll go ahead and service it, and it it should should help it. Okay, and 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 I I think the risk is 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 well worth the reward. Okay. Um, now there's two things. Let's talk about the tranny real quick. I can change. I can pull the pan and change three quarts and change the filter, but the thing holds probably eight quarts. Uh-huh. So in the cork converter, which is this big round thing that spins, yeah. Inside there is five or six quarts. Uh-huh. So the question now becomes: Should I just do three or four quarts? and do the filter, and then hold my breath, and if everything's okay, then he brings it back. I'm going to hook up my flush machine to his two cooler lines, and I'm going to replace all the fluid. I'm going to just flush out all the ugly and put new in. Uh-huh. So it's a two-part process that could easily cost you three to $500. That's no problem. I just If it's burnt, I'm going to just have it flushed. Okay, yeah, and 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 I I would agree, but you want to do the filter, so he's gonna he's gonna flush it, um, he's gonna pull the pan and just replace the filter, put the pan back up, and then he's gonna flush it, and he'll get all the fluid that way. Okay, okay terrific. Thanks, okay. Mark. Hey, you have a really entertaining and educational program. I really uh, well, thank admire you. you and uh, appreciate you being there, man. Thank you very much for that. That's very kind of you to say that. And, and and frankly, I get as much joy out of this. We've been doing radio in the Valley since 1988. I've been at this station for 12 years. And I love this station because um, it's just a different clientele. And it's it's people like yourself that have questions and they don't want to challenge me and they don't want to argue with me and all that other kind of stuff, which happens at other stations that I've done. But I've been real happy in, in, the, in the Phoenix Valley area and um, and. And I, I want to draw your attention to this, and I do this every once in a while. Well, I never say a, the name. 
You could be a stand-up my... comedian, or you could be a, a, a <laughs> auto tech instructor. Either one. Well, okay. I thank th- thank you for that. Um, but see, here's the deal: um, when I decide to be stupid. Um, if I go too far, then I get a call from Jim, the general manager, either today or Monday morning, and it starts off with, "Did you really say da 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 da?" And uh, and and I and I and I say before you even get to the end of the sentence, the answer is yes. Yeah, I did absolutely. say that. And he goes, "Well, can we avoid that kind of stupidity on the air?" And and I said, "Are you talking about when you're talking? Are you talking about when I'm talking?" <laughs> You're no, all right, Mark. Okay. Thank you. Thank you for that. And just to clarify, I've never they've never talked to me. I started in 2011 at this station and they've never once called me and told me I did something wrong. So, um whatever I'm doing, I'm doing good. Thank you very much for that. 602-508-0960 is the lines are wide open. There's five of them. You've got a one in five chance if you've got a car question. 602-508-0960. And part of the reason that I do really good is because of Gil. You see, he's the engineer that's driving the train. I'm sitting two or three rows behind him in this big Barca lounger. And I all I have to do is look at a clock. Now, here it is difficult in this respect because there are breaks that I have to take. I have to take a break at the 17 mark, but that's a floater. So I can do 16, 16 and a half, 17, 17 and a half, 18. I can mess around with it. I don't have to hit it on the mark. But then at 30... I have to be out at 29.59. I got to be out. Otherwise, Gills uses bad words. He says them in my ears. I'm in pace and he's in Phoenix. (laughs) And I can take my headphones off and I can hear him yelling at me. So it's just one of those things and I have to live with it. And and Gills been assigned to me and I've been assigned to Gill and that's kind of how it works. But I, I, I don't think I've ever worked with anybody more professional than Gill. I mean to tell you, I missed a, a a hard break the other day for in a for a minute or a minute and a half, and he covered it up. He covered it up. No one ever knew. So instead of breaking at thirty, I broke it like thirty one fifty, and he rearranged everything to make it look like I didn't make a mistake. So I'm surrounded by really really good people, and for that I'm blessed. When it comes to car repair, I'll tell you a little bit about myself. Um, I was born and raised in southern Arizona, in Douglas. Um, I went to Tempe High School, graduated from Tempe High. I worked at a gas station my whole Tempe High year. But part of who I am today, there are two gentlemen that are directly responsible for who I am today, and that's Paul Painter and Ben Elkins. Ben Elkins was the auto mechanics teacher at Tempe High. Paul Painter was his assistant. Later, all three of my kids went through auto mechanics with Paul Painter when he finally got out of uh, teaching uh, as assistant and when he finally got his own auto shop at Marcos Deniza. So all three of my kids took auto repair from Paul Painter. So Ben Elkins and Paul Painter are directly responsible, more than my parents, directly responsible for who I am today, both the good and the bad. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I can't tell you from auto repair side how many times Mr. Elkins looked at me and rolled his eyes and turned around and walked away for something I said or something I did. <laughs> but I knew they loved me, and I'll tell you, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you one thing. When you're a junior, when back then you were a junior at Tempe High School, you took an auto mechanics class. It was a one hour. Now, there was six classes of auto mechanics. Your senior year, 
Mr. Elkins, and I call him Mr. Elkins, but he's, he's also a customer of mine, and he's since passed. He would post the senior class advanced class, and if you got on there, oh, you were a top dog. So he was going to post it at 11 o'clock, and I was a junior, and I was hoping that he picked me for the senior advanced class of auto mechanics. And, but I was kind of didn't figure he would because I had been a, a big ass, and I, 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 I acted stupid, and, and I figured that he probably didn't want the distraction. But he, where my name was at on that list, it was on the list, but it was last. <laughs> it was last. So fast forward 100 years later, he's in my lobby along with the high school principal, Jim Osmond. And they're talking. And I sat down and I was talking. Because I spent a lot of time in Mr. Osmond's office. And I, and, and I said to Mr. Elkins, was there a message? Because when you put the list, when you posted the list of all the juniors that were going to advance to the really big shot two-hour auto class, I was last. He goes, you got the message. You got the message. And then Mr. Osmond said, I really liked it when you had to come to my office because I could, you know, have you go pick up my dry cleaning and fill my car up with gas and stuff like that. And that's the kind of thing that, that these are the people that had such a good effect on me. And, and, and I, so I say they're not responsible for the bad mark. They're responsible for who Mark is today, for however you figure that out. Anyway, the lines are wide open, 602-508-0960. We have five lines available. You're welcome to call, 602-508-0960. Anything car-related, I'll answer. And anything other than that, if you need a psychiatric treatment um, or, I, I, you know, or if you need a, a good chiropractor, I can help you with that just as well. Dennis Prager doesn't have much trust in American medicine. That I, who am not a scientist, would know that they were lying to you constantly? That the state of American medicine is pathetic? That the word epidemiologist usually means don't listen to me? This is not, this is not good news. This is very bad. The Dennis Prager Show, weekdays at 10 on Intelligent Talk 960, The Patriot. Take The Patriot with you wherever you go. The 960 The Patriot mobile app, your Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and Odyssey.com. It's your voice of reason 24-7. What is really going on in the real estate market? This is a question we get almost every day. This is Phil and Josh, hosts of Arizona Real Estate Matters, which airs every Sunday from 2 to 3 right here on 960 The Patriot. This isn't some one-hour real estate infomercial. Arizona Real Estate Matters covers what is happening today in our real estate market. We discuss the current and ever-changing real estate facts and statistics that affect the largest purchase that you'll probably ever make. So for the most up-to-date real estate information affecting the real estate market today, tune in to Arizona Real Estate Matters every Sunday from 2 to 3 right here on 960 The Patriot. Whoa, a new digital music player. Thanks, Mom. Oh, I'm glad you like it, because I can't wait to toss the big stereo. And now that we got your dad that big HD TV he wanted, we can throw out our old TV, too. Hold up. You can't just throw out electronics. Really? They need to be recycled or donated. And how would we do that? <laughs> it's so easy, Mom. Today, recycling electronics is just as easy as buying them. GreenerGadgets.org has all the info. We just enter our zip code to find a certified recycling center nearby. There are thousands of them, and new ones are being added all the time. 
Some of our local stores are even certified recycling locations. I like that. Did you know that some of the stuff in our old electronics could be used to make new products and conserve natural resources? Well, okay then. Let's gather them up. Um, what was that website again? Greenergadgets.org. We just enter our zip code and go. It takes two of us to deliver a very important message about this radio station, 960 The Patriot. Hi, it's Hugh Hewitt. And this is Dennis Prager. You've heard me talk about the American Trinity, E Pluribus Unum, and God We Trust and Liberty, the three things that set the United States apart. It's a powerful idea, Dennis, and this radio station is a place where powerful ideas and principles thrive every day. We never forget that faith and freedom are part of what make our country exceptional. There are some people in high places who apologize for America. That's something this radio station will never do. When you listen to 960 The Patriot, we promise not to insult your intelligence and to speak the truth. And we'll prefer clarity over agreement. Right. This is what our radio station is all about. And as long as you're there to listen to us, we'll be here for you. Please tell your friends about it. Absolutely tell our sponsors that you appreciate their support for this radio station. Intelligent Talk 960, The Patriot. So, I'm a dog, and I just got adapted by this new human guy, and I'm starting to wonder how he got along without me. I mean, okay, something as simple as walking around the block. He's got this leash thing, and he puts me on one end and him on the other, and I'm just taking him around. I, I think he's afraid of getting lost. Without that leash and me guiding him along, I don't think he'd find his way back home, but it's kind of cute. A person is the best thing to happen to a shelter pet. Be that person. Adopt. Brought to you by the Ad Council and the shelterpetproject.org. Welcome back, everybody. 21 minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock. We talked about Thompson's Auto Repair and Towing in Mesa. He's the only shop in Mesa that I say is a great shop. He's the only one. Others have applied. Some have gone out of business that I would have accepted, but Thompson's has been there and been there for a very long time. Both Brian and Thelma come from families that ran gas stations in the 50s, 60s, and 70s in, in Mesa, and, and I was in high school back then. And so I'm real aware of their families, and they both know they know the difference between right and wrong, and it's a great place. That's Thompson's Auto Repair and Towing. On the other side of town, Kurt's Auto is at I-17 and Bell Road. Kurt's has pulled rabbits out of his hat. I can't tell you how many times where somebody in that geographical area said, I got a problem nobody can fix. And the next thing I hear is, is I get a call from the customer that said, Kurt's fixed it. He's really good. Kurt is a really good guy. He has really good staff. He knows right from wrong, and he does from oil changes, too. Every time I tune into this FM station, my windshield wipers turn on. Now, I'm making that up, but those are the kinds of things that he really revels in. He likes those kinds of things. But Kurtz Automotive, I-17 and Bell, northeast corner, great shop. Mike, thank you for holding. How can I help you? Hey, uh, I graduated from Tempe High, too. Oh, okay. <laughs> do, do you ever give uh, purchase recommendations, recommend certain types of trucks? Um, I, I'm happy to discuss your list and tell you my honest opinion based on how much it's going to cost you for the repair. Is it a dependable vehicle? Is it a good vehicle? Does it have good resale value? And it is 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 it one of those? Now, before we even start, I'm, I'm happy to hear what you're thinking. The Chevy, the Dodge, and the Ford are obviously the three big dogs, but then you got Hondas and Toyotas. Those seem to be the big five, and they dominate the market, those guys. And, and I'm going to go 
say right now any one of those is fine but if you have something else hit me with it and i'll tell you what i think well what i was looking for was uh, a four-wheel drive that has a uh either a posi track or limited slip or lockers and i'd been looking at um at uh, an Isuzu Viacross. Have you ever, uh, are you familiar yeah. with those? Yes. And either that or uh, I was also thinking of a, of a Jeep Scrambler, TJ8. Okay. Uh, and those are kind of overpriced because most of them are, um, are, I guess they're considered classics. I'm not sure why they're priced so high, but they are what they are. So I've uh, been mostly looking at, at those two. Okay, so let uh, me ask you, stop, stop, stop. Let me ask you a question. <laughs> a regular four-wheel drive can have a locked, a, a locking differential in the back, but there's nobody out there that I know of, and I've been wrong before, that has a locking differential in the front. Nobody. Because <laughs> we need to steer with the front tires. So when we make a hard right turn, the, the right front tire on a right turn turns one revolution and the left front tire turns three and we can't lock that that rear end up or otherwise we're just going to chew the teeth off of it. So if you're trying to find something with all, power to all four wheels all the time, you're, you're not going to find that unless you build it. And if you build it, yeah, then you're going to really be unhappy because you're not going to be able to steer it. So all the vehicles in the, in the Chevy Ford, Dodge, Honda, Toyota, and even your Isuzu, you can get them with a positive traction rear end. That means you have three of the four tires pulling for you all the time. I suggest to you that if you need one more tire, it ain't going to help you get out of the mess you're in where you already stuck three tires. So I, I don't know why you're looking for that locker front end. Um, I'd be satisfied with just the rear. Okay, then you, anything's got that. They all, Just tell them you want a locking rear end. When you order the car, just tell them, I wanted a posi. In the old days, we called it posi traction, but basically today it's called a locker, a locking rear end. So when, when, I'm, get, when I'm out four-wheeling, I want power to both of those rear tires all the time. Gotcha. Okay. All righty. All right. That him? All right. Thanks so much. Yeah, you're welcome. Yeah, four-wheel drive doesn't mean four-wheel drive. It really means three-wheel drive. <laughs> and, and, and to be perfectly honest with you, if you get stuck with three-wheel drive, one more tire is not going to help you. That's all there is to it. It's just not going to help you. All righty. Who might that be, Gil? Say hello to Al. Hi, Al. How can I help you, buddy? Hey, good morning. We've uh, talked before, but I want to thank you for all of this. You do a great job. And thank you. I don't deal with anybody unless they're on your list. Well, thank you for that. Thank you. Hey, I got three gee whiz questions okay. that I've been sitting on for a long time. Uh, on batteries, would you explain cold cranking amps? Yeah. Cold cranking amps is how much electricity using the amperage number. How much electricity can this battery put out when it's really, really cold? It's also an indication of the strength of the battery. So a 300 cold cranking amp is not going to be as strong 24 hours a day, seven days a week, cold and hot, as a 400 cranking, cold cranking amp battery. So it's a good idea not to go crazy. I would hate to have somebody put a 1,000 CCA battery in a four-cylinder Honda. That's that's kind of silly. <laughs> okay. All right. That's kind of what I thought, but thank you. Okay. Um, 
the practicality of tire rotation uh, as opposed to the cost of uh, tires and wear and what have you. No, no, no. You have to rotate your tires. When you turn your front tires, when you make a, a right turn, a 90-degree right turn or a 90-degree left turn, we're laying that tire down on the outside edge. We're going to wear. We're going to wear the outside edge. The back tires just simply follow. They don't ever turn. So what we're trying to do is, is we're rotating the tires to take those ones that have been on the front, a third or a fourth of the life of the tires. We're going to put them on the back, and we're going to take the backs and put them on the front. Now. Most of the time, you're going to have one and maybe two rotations in the life of a tire, and most of the time, depending on where you buy your tire, you get the tire rotations for free anyway. But no, it's it's cheaper to just rotate your tires and maximize their overall life and miles than it is any other possibility. Okay, that's fair. Thank you. Okay. Just, just quick like on a new tire, talk about tire depth, a brand new tire. They measure it in 30 seconds. What's a new tire measure? They can be anywhere from 12 to 16, but you're not really looking at that. You're, I want you to look at tread wear number, tread wear number. Okay. The higher the tread wear number, under ideal conditions, this tire at 550 is going to wear longer than the one at 450. Okay. So you have tread wear, which is a number. You want the highest number you can get within reason. Like not too long ago, I was helping somebody and... You know, we had a big tread wear number, but then we had one that was just behind it, and the tires were like a third cheaper. And I said, let's go with those. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Now, you have tread wear, and then you have an A, and an A, B, and C, and then an A, B, and C. Tread wear, temperature, and traction. Temperature, traction. Traction, A is a snow tire, and, and C is a street tire. Okay. And temperature, A is this. this is the very best car to be loaded up and see you wouldn't want to put this on a pickup truck that's got a bed full of granite or sand 24 7 so you have tread wear traction and temperature Ah. and that's how you find the tire you want okay thank you all right just one more quickie if you got the time i do Uh, okay oil sludge i had a 1970 dodge challenger uh, I had occasion some years later to have them pull the repair or pull the pan and do some repair, and uh, the guy said, "Oh, I can no finish s- your sentence. I can go ahead, go ahead, go There's ahead." There's no sludge in this pan, <laughs> and I said that's because I was using full synthetic AMS oil at the time. So I, I just wanted to add to your oil dissertation that a big advantage of full synthetic is the lack of sludge that's produced. Now that's not true. That's not true. It's not true. Sludge is water. Sludge is water. So that means the car was started and run for a while, but never got to operating temperature, which is 220. And we know water boils at 212. So as we shut the car off, then we get this condensation of the air inside it, and we get three, four, five drops of water, and water and oil equals sludge. If you don't have any sludge, it's because you were running at the temperature, you were probably hot dog in the motor, which I admire, <laughs> which I don't ever have any sludge in my oil pans either. And 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 it was used for it wasn't used to go to the liquor store and back or bashes and back. You drove it. You took it long distances. You evaporated the water. That's what it means. And we'll have more comment right after this. Now that I've got your attention, let me tell you all about us. Whoa, tough crowd. Anybody out there? 
Hello, anyone? Fighting to be heard in today's competitive digital world? It's time for Salem Surround. Let us handle everything and get your message seen and heard. Let's turn up the volume on your business with Salem Surround. Learn more about Salem Surround at surroundphoenix.com. That's surroundphoenix.com. Are you concerned about market volatility, rising taxes from the Biden administration, and how it could affect your retirement? Then listen to Another Money Show with J.R. Rochford and Anthony Correo. Learn how you can reduce the taxes you pay before and during retirement. Another Money Show every Saturday at 4 p.m. on 960 The Patriot. Schedule your free no-obligation consultation now by calling 623-523-0444. That's 623-523-0444. When I got out of the Marine Corps, I was not just, you know, working with my physical disabilities. I was emotionally broken. I remember thinking, how did I get here? How? It was affecting me in my marriage. My husband, he didn't know how to help me. He actually called Wounded Warrior Project. Wounded Warrior Project had this thing called Couples Odyssey. It was an eye-opener, and it... I think it really saved our marriage. They gave us books and resources and tools on how to help us with that. I just love him. I love you, honey. I love you too. Watching her fight for her mental health, fighting for other veterans, fighting for this family, uh, helped me to fight too. Well, I always loved her, but I love her 10 times more for that. Not all wounds are visible. If you or a loved one are suffering, visit woundedwarriorproject.org slash not alone. I don't want to go blind from diabetes. I don't want to lose a foot or a leg. I don't want to have kidney failure, so I'm taking control. I'm controlling my diabetes. It's making a huge difference. I'm eating healthy and staying physically active. I'm taking my medicine. If I can do it, anyone can. Control your diabetes for life. Call 1-800-438-5383. Did you get a call or message that mentioned Social Security that made you feel threatened or scared? That is not the Social Security Administration. Social Security will not threaten you, press you for personal information, or demand instant payment. Social Security does not accept payments by gift card, prepaid debit card, internet currency, or by mailing cash. Criminals use these forms of payment because they are hard to trace. Don't fall for it. Hang up. Ignore them. Report this criminal activity to oig.ssa.gov. Produced at U.S. taxpayer expense. All about that demon, all well, Mark made another mistake. I'm looking at the clock. I'm supposed to be out at exactly 30.00, and I look up, and the clock says 30 minutes and 40 seconds. So I'm 40 seconds late, and you didn't even know that because of my engineer, because of my board operator, because of the guy that produces the show. His name is Gil Estrada. He's the one that makes me look good. He's worth uh, some applause. There. He, he actually covers. Ooh, I heard it all. All righty. Now, Tom, I'm going to get to you in just a minute, but I want to address to Al. Al, let me, let me talk about this Lutch thing. In the old days, we had a thermostat that was 160-180. We know that water is the problem. Water and oil equals sludge. That's what it is. So we know, and everybody thought it was Penn's oil, and everybody had a different oil that didn't have sludge, and and if you had sludge, you must be using Penn's oil, and all this other. This went on through the 70s and the 80s, and into the problem. So at the end of the day, 
then all of a sudden we started doing fuel controls and computers. And then all of a sudden we went from a 160, 180 thermostat to a 195, and we started running cars at about 200 to 220. Well, wait a minute. Why did we do that? Oh, I know. Well, first of all, gasoline atomizes. It turns from a liquid to a vapor in a hot environment a lot better than it does when it's 30 below zero. So if we can get the engine temperature up at 220, and that's normal, and that's okay, and that goes for the old cars too, we can go back to the 30s and 40s and still run those cars at 220. It's okay. But the water in the oil, every time you shut your car off, we get a tablespoon of water as the car goes from hot to cold. We condense the water, and there's droplets of water that fall all over inside the engine. That's sludge. So everybody has a different thing for sludge. But really and truly, today's cars in the last, well, shoot, since the mid, mid-95s, um, when we start going up and we start running cars at 220, we don't see sludge anymore. You open those things up, they can have a half a million miles on them, and you can eat off the bottom of the oil pan. But you're going to find the old grizzly guy who pulls that two, that 195 thermostat out and he, he puts a big, huge radiator in it because he wants it to run at 180. And then you pull the pan and it's got four inches of jello in it, black jello. And you go, okay, well, I'll clean up your oil pan, but there's nothing else. You know, like, well, do you want to change the thermostat back where you were at? <laughs> you know, do you want to do that? So when you look at your gauge on your car, depending on the year, make and model, it's going to show somewhere between 200, 190, 200, 210, 220, something like that. If your car runs close to 200 to 220, you are in home heaven. You are perfect. That car will last a very long time because we're boiling the water out. Once the engine reaches operating temperatures, the water turns to steam. The PCV valve is a vacuum cleaner. Positive crankcase ventilator or positive crankcase vacuum cleaner. So as soon as the water turns to a vapor, the PCV valve goes, sucks it into the PCV valve system, and you know where it ends up? Going out the tailpipe. That's what we do. We ventilate the crankshaft, or crankcase. So we're sucking all the moisture and the gas and the trash out and sending it out the tailpipe. So that's what it's all about. Tom, thanks for holding. How can I help you? Yeah, my my question is on brake fluids. Can you mix synthetic brake fluid with conventional dot three brake fluid? You're not supposed to. You're not supposed to. The synthetic oil um, or the synthetic brake fluid um, is different. And um, many times we've had cars come in with brake problems, and we pull a we use a a big old uh, baster turkey baster and we suck brake fluid out and we put it in a glass jar and then two hours later you go back in and you can see there's a separation and now we know that we have some synthetic and some conventional dot three dot four and so we just flush the system and put it back together and everything is okay so it's not a good idea and if that does happen a lot of times we just using a turkey baster we just suck all the brake fluid out of both of the master cylinder uh, reservoirs and put clean fluid in then we bleed the heck out of it and then we're done and about 90% 90% of the time, that's all you need. Oh, okay. And I got another question for you on advice you gave a guy uh, here just a little bit ago. He wanted to change the bearings, the, the rod bearings on his, in his engine. Uh-huh. Wouldn't you mic the shaft up, though, before you start jerking it out uh, to, to put the new bearings in? You know, I was thinking, you say you pull the engine and you like to put it on a stand. That's primo. That's super. But if you wanted to do it in the car... 
He just dropped the pan, and couldn't you go through and just, if the shaft mic'd up okay, couldn't you just go through and replace the bearings? Well, it's much deeper than that, because the bearing and then the the the, the crankshaft can both wear, and if the bearing starts spinning, then it's going to wear the hole in the for the crankshaft. So I'm assuming that he has been correctly diagnosed that he has a rod bearing that's bad. And uh-huh. so at this particular point, we're going to get a crankshaft, and we're going to put new bearings that match that crankshaft, and we're going to put the crank and the bearings in at the same time. And they're all matched. Now, we're going to use this, I can't remember what the name of it is, but there's this little rope that we use, and we put it on the crankshaft, then we put the cap and we torque it. Then we take the cap off, and the rope has been squished, and then we have this piece of paper, and it tells us that you have 2,000 thick, 3,000 thick, and we know what the tolerance is, and we do that on a new crankshaft. But, yes, that is part of the problem, but I didn't get that technical with that gentleman. But you're right. You're exactly right. Okay. Well, anyway, well, thank you. Nice talking to you, and uh, your advice to me would be then don't blend them. Oh, and who do you like for a tranny shop? Uh, for a standard Nissan five-speed transmission. What part of town are you in? I'm on uh, in the West Valley up here on Northern and 51st Avenue. I would talk to Harkers at 38th Avenue in Indian School. Bob's an old-time guy. His wife Ellen runs the front of the shop. Uh, Jeremy is this wizard kid that works for them. I think he's a nephew or something like that. Um, Bob will know exactly what's wrong. Bob will be able to build, bid it, and Bob will be able to fix it. Um, but, but I also want to tell you that many, many times when people bring us manual transmissions, it's not the manual transmission. It's a U-joint. It's a broken flywheel. It's a broken spring on the, on the pressure plate. There's so many different things it can be. The, 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 I, we, had a, we had a Nissan in not so long ago where the throwout bearing seized to the snout of the, uh, of the transmission, and so the clutch activity was completely defective. But once we oh, stick yeah. the tranny yeah, well, back, we could see be, that. That would be making some noise. No, I think I have an input shaft uh, bearing, that, which I think is a common failing item in these cars, either input shaft bearing or counter shaft bearing, front counter shaft bearing. That, and it's just got a little growl when you put it in neutral. And okay. so anyway. Well, let me, let me talk about that for just a second, if you would, please. Yeah. Um, the, the input shaft is only supposed to, anything's wrong is under a load. When it's just sitting there and you're just revving the motor up, there's no load. We're neutral and we're revving the motor up. And if you've got a noise, the only thing that's moving is the input shaft. But there's a lot of other places we can have noise that's, that makes it look like the input shaft. But I can tell you this. I'm sending you to the right place because Harker's Bob can handle that. I say to may I say, make a suggestion to you? You say sure. to Bob, I have a noise. I'd like to demonstrate the noise for you, for you. I'd like to leave. You take me home, and then you call me and tell me what you found. That's what I would do. <laughs> and, and because if you demonstrate to him, first of all, he's going to hug you because nobody ever does that. So you say, yeah. come on out here. I'm going to show you how to make the noise happen. And then I want you to bid the repair. That's what you do. And if I do that, he's not going to call me and tell me, listen, I'm halfway to El Paso and I still can't find what the hell you're talking about. <laughs> no, because you're going to teach him how to do it. You're going to teach okay. him. You're going to say, I want you to get your butt out in this. And Now, Monday morning and Friday afternoons is not a time to go in there. 
Okay. Okay. And Good you still got to get past Ellen. Now, when you get past Ellen, you're going to walk in and you're going to say, "Hey, hi, I, my name's Tom, and um, I was wondering if I could have a few minutes with Bob, with Bob." And Mark Salem said that you may say no, but he said call him first, and he can think he, he can change your mind. Okay, that would be and, Harker's, and if I got this right, 38th Avenue in Indian School. That's correct, Larry Harker's Auto Repair. He's been around since 1967. 38th Avenue in Indian School. Thank you for that, Mark. Okay, thank you very much, Tom. i got to take a break. We'll be back right after this. If your family depends on your income and something happened to you, what would happen to them? You need life insurance, and SelectQuote can help you get it at a price you can afford. SelectQuote found Jacob, 40, who's in excellent health, a 10-year, $500,000 policy for only $19 a month. Not in perfect health? Don't worry. SelectQuote found Tanya, 40, who has type 2 diabetes, a 10-year, $500,000 policy for only $32 a month. We shop companies like Protective, Prudential, American General, and others to find you the company with the best rates. Give your family the security they need at a price you can afford. For your free quote, call 1-800-881-4747. That's 1-800-881-4747. Or go to selectquote.com. That's 1-800-881-4747. Select Quote. We shop, you save. Get full details on the example policies at selectquote.com slash commercials. Your premium could vary depending on your health, issuing company, and other factors. Not available in all states. I'm a firefighter. A teacher. I'm a farmer. I'm a barber. A waitress. A mom. We're all part of your community. Every day we move in and out of each other's busy lives. It's easy to take for granted all the little moments that make up our everyday. Some are good, others not so much. But that's life. It's when you experience a moment of uncertainty, something or someone's behavior that doesn't seem quite right. These are the moments to take a pause. Because if something doesn't feel right, it's probably not. It's not about paranoia. Or being afraid. It's about standing up and protecting our communities. One detail at a time. Because a lot of little details can become a pattern. We. 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 We trust our instincts. Just like you should. Because only you know what's not supposed to be in your everyday. So protect your everyday. If you see something suspicious, say something to local authorities. Welcome back, everybody. 45 minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock. Gil, you might as well plan on sending me the show because my recording just gave up the ghost. So if you wouldn't mind when you get a chance, no hurry. Just send me the whole show, buddy. Um, we're going to go straight to the phones. Wayne, you're up first. How can I help you? Uh, your favorite nemesis, the sometime problem. Okay. Thousand um, and three Chrysler Town and Country Van, 3.8 liter engine. <clears throat> Picked it up in L.A., uh, as a donation, took it to a mechanic, checked everything over, everything was running fine, got to Phoenix, everything was running fine, got to Payson, and uh, dived at the signal light at the casino, and uh, finally get it started limping into the gas station. A couple hours, cools off, runs fine. It seems like it's starving for gas. Okay, about a All right. okay so hold on, hold on, hold on. We don't need to talk much longer. Because the question is, is it spark or fuel? That's all there is to it. So you lost fuel f- pressure or you lost spark when it died and it would crank over but wouldn't catch. You let it sit and cooled off, and now it starts and runs. So yeah. this is an easy one. we got to find out. we got to get it really hot and get it warm, and then we got to shut it off, and we got to get it and to where we're missing spark or fuel. 
and then we got to figure out what what's causing it. it that that okay. it's an easy one to talk about, but there's no way I can guess appropriately based on you know the fact that it's a town and country. Right, we got to replicate the problem, Steve, and actually trace it. Yeah, um, have you got a repair shop in Payson you like? <laughs> well, called every mechanic in Payson. They tell me next week or the following week. So okay. Now in Oklahoma, limped it that far, <clears throat> and I got a mechanic in Oklahoma City. Okay. All right. Oh, well, that's if 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 you had a can of carb spray and you had an old spark plug, and when it cranks but doesn't start, then you unplug a wire, you stick the spark plug in there, you crank it over, and you have your wife crank it over, and you look and you say, "There's no spark." Okay, fine, we're done. Now you have to figure out if it's a crankshaft sensor, is it is a camshaft sensor, is it the ignition module, is it the coil? You have to figure out all that. So, sure. but if you want, my email address is Mark at MarkSalem.com, Mark at MarkSalem.com, and Coyote Automotive is my place, and that's where I send my mother-in-law in Payson, is Coyote <laughs> Automotive. And I know yeah, it's going to take him a while to get to you, but everybody yeah. in the world is busier than heck right now. Yeah, I know. It's 10 days the Coyote. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's the okay. best I can do. I want to tell you something. There's a couple of shops in there that don't ever, their names don't ever come through my mouth. But it's like that in Tempe and Mesa and Chandler too. So I'm I'm just I'm not saying Payson's better or worse, but um, Coyote. And and if not, then ask Dan who to, who he would recommend you to, and we'll go from there. I got to run. Thank you very much, Wayne. Michael, you're up next. How can I help you? I have a 2000 Buick Century with 135,000 miles on it. Thursday I went out and went on a little drive, and the battery wasn't turning the engine over too good. Friday morning I went out and there was just a click, so I have to call road service and then go over to AutoZone and get a new battery. I was wondering, uh, should I? Is it okay to wait till tomorrow when things will be a little bit more mellow, or can I do it? Should I get in a hurry to do it today? Oh, it doesn't make any difference. I don't think it makes any difference. I think AutoZone will install the battery for you, won't they? Yeah, but I'm just wondering, would it make the battery more deader if I wait one more day? No, if you can get it started and drive there, you're home free because the alternator is going to provide the necessary electricity to keep the car running. It's starting. We need 9.6 volts, at least 9.6, to crank it over. The the ignition system will work fine on 10 volts or 11 volts or 12 volts. So I don't know if Road service is going to start it for me. Okay. All right, if road service is going to start it for you, doesn't your road service have free towing? Well, I'll just drive it across the street to AutoZone. Okay, well, that's I mean, those are decisions you make. The that's 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 yeah, those are yours to make. But well, but good luck to you. Even if my battery is almost dead, would it still be able to start with road? Yes, charge? that's what Jumpers does. It takes the battery from the good truck and puts it and brings your battery from eight volts to twelve or thirteen volts. Then you start your car. Then the alternator takes over, and the alternator's trying to fill up this battery that's obviously bad, and you drive it across the street. No big deal. No big deal. Okay, thanks, Michael. Daniel, you're up next. How can I help you? Uh, good morning, Mark. Hey, enjoying your show. Hey, you. had a question about your uh, your shop's protocol on on brake jobs. Uh, have a 2005 Trailblazer, 130,000 miles, never had any brake work. Do you normally uh, rebuild the calipers at at that interval, or that, or what would uh, for having okay. pads? Easy, easy question. I'm not going to do anything that I don't see symptoms for. Okay, let me give you an example. Okay. If I have some really unusual wear and both pads are worn evenly, then more than likely the wheel bearing's bad. 
if I have the inboard pad worn really bad and obviously more than the outboard pad, then I'm going to replace the caliper or rebuild the caliper. But if the outboard pad is worn a lot more than the inboard pad, then I'm going to hang new hardware on it. <laughs> it's that okay. easy. Okay. You look at all the right. pad wear, and that's all you do is look at the pad wear. Okay. Now, okay, rebuilt caliper, rebuilding the caliper, that's the most expensive. The wheel bearing's up there with that, but as far as a hardware kit's concerned, it's an extra $20 for an axle. Okay. $20, $30, okay. $40 for an axle, okay? Okay. Hey, and one other question uh, from your industry perspective. Uh, okay. What are your thoughts uh, uh, on our current political climate when for our fire-breathing engines before... No more fuel available. What's your? <laughs> I know that. Uh, I, I I don't do politics, but um, I, I want to tell you something. If I wanted everybody's attention, and if I was president for a day, I would talk about um, how I'm going to effectively. Um, change your ability to put gas in your car and go where you want and take the kids to tennis lessons and all that kind of stuff. If I wanted everybody's attention, I would do just exactly that. But but the fact of the matter is, is the major oil companies sell gasoline for a living. And the, unless the government's going to come up with some rule that says you can't sell gasoline from Friday night, midnight till Monday morning, you know, at six o'clock, which is never going to happen, then there's, okay. th there should be no political interference with respect to, to the price of gas. And I also want to comment there because you opened the door, so I'm going to step through it. Okay. Well, that's that, what I want your perspective from, okay. from your... I ran a gas station for many years, many, many years. I worked at a gas station when I was in high school as a sophomore. The gasoline... What we buy it for, we mark it up what we call a weighted average. We would love to make three or four or five cents a gallon. And in the heydays, maybe we could touch 10 cents a gallon. Maybe. So there's a weighted average margin dependent on how, what percentage of your fuel is regular, premium, and diesel. And so we're going to weighted average. We're going to price those appropriately. We're not, the, the gasoline industry isn't making a heck of a lot of money. They're trying to do volume because if we have 10,000 gallons and we sell 10,000 gallons at, and we make a penny a gallon, that's okay. But if we sell 20,000 gallons and we make a penny a gallon, then we're much better off. <laughs> and, yeah. and so right now, the people with gas stations, the people that have bays, the people that have mom and dad are there and the kids are there, those people are not, they're not making money. It's the, it's. It's the Exxons and the Shells and those kinds of guys. There's a yeah. whole what, because we're gonna we're gonna sell it for a weighted average margin over what we buy it for, and we have to be in in the market. So if they sell us gasoline for three dollars a gallon, and the market is three dollars and ten cents a gallon, we better be around three dollars and ten, and maybe we'll try fifteen to see if our volume falls off. But if it does okay. fall off, we got to back it up to 310 because that's the market. And on top of all of that, we have apps on our phones that tells us what the gasoline price is within 15,000 miles of where you're at. Yeah. And, so, and okay. I must I don't know if you do it or not, but I have a gas app. And, and not only that, there's a new gas app out now that actually was advertised on this station. And I don't remember what the name of it is. But my wife uses it, and when I fill up my diesel, sometimes I get 20 cents off a gallon, and it's put in my PayPal account within an hour. Oh. 
And Sounds it's really good. amazing. So I don't remember. Gil, do you remember what that app was or what it was yeah, called? Yeah, that's Upstart. Upstart. Thank you. Upstart. Because my wife said, oh, I heard about this on the radio. And I said, so did I. They advertised it on my, on my radio show. And she said, well, let's try it. I go, oh, honey. She says, let's try it. Whew. I'm telling you what. The other day I was looked at my PayPal account, and I think I have $55 in rebates in my PayPal account. Now, I have my kids using PayPal on the company cards, their personal cards. I've got it on both company and personal. Renee's got it on both company and so we're all in it. And we're all and and it's just a really great thing and I don't know how they do it and I don't care. I can just tell you it <laughs> so, works. So they keep putting the money in there. Yeah. That's exactly. Yeah. And you know the other day we filled up and and I I think the limit that day was $175 and I was driving my big semi. So I could only put in $175. And I said, "I want to know when you when they put the money in in our account." She goes, "Okay." So we were heading to, from Payson to to Phoenix. I was hauling a tractor down and we were 10 miles outside of town and she goes, "$5 dollars and 25 cents just hit our account that's how far it was yeah. so, so uh, upstart so, it's a great app i'm just telling you it's a great app and i don't okay. have it you know, i don't make a money on it but if you're kind of computer savvy and you have a smartphone this is an app and then you you, you, you just find it you find the discount then you commit to it or you there's a word they use where you you res, re, reserve it then you go in and you get gas and they want to know what credit card you're using so you have to use the same credit card on all of them and so i just use my discover card cuz i get points on it and so yeah. and then you know it's a great thing and i'm buying gas between 8 and 25 cents cheaper than the pump price when i take it from the pump and it's on circle k's and you know all kinds of fuel stations yeah but when you think we're going to hit 10 bucks a gallon you're going to um, run a contest no i think i think we're going to drop a bit uh, of the next presidential election is what okay. i think that's what we're hoping, hoping. <laughs> yes sir we are yes we are okay. all righty thank you very much all righty i was talking about strictly strictly diesel service and repair i've known nate for a very long time he's up at i-17 and pinnacle peak if you've got a diesel dodge chevy or ford and it makes no difference if the problem is between the front bumper and the back bumper nate will have comment and more than likely, 99% of the times, Nate will be able to find it and fix it. Now, see, there's a find before the word fix. So I can't say Nate will be able to fix it because he's got to find it first. So Nate's a good guy, strictly diesel, service and repair, and, and, and that's the way it is. And we also talked about Thompson's Auto Repair. Let me tell you that I really love Thelma and Brian, who own Thompson's Auto Repair in Mesa. I think they are the they are the finest people that um, that I can call my friend. <laughs> but the roof blew off, blew off their shop, and they were out of town. And so they, they've had some really uh, ups and downs. If you're a client of Thompson's Auto Repair, they're on Mesa and Stapley Drive. Um, please continue to be a, com- uh, a client of theirs, but their insurance companies are working very hard to get him back out of the ground. And so that's kind of the way it is. I'll see you next Saturday. Thompson's Auto Repair, if you're in Mesa, maybe stop by and say hi. Okay, well, if I've got 50 seconds, then I'm going to say, Gil, thank you very much for keeping me straight and narrow today. Oh, by the way, uh, I wasn't very happy with the home improvement place, but evidently my wife, uh, they got in touch with my wife because I was on the radio, and she got my phone, and my toolbox is in the back of my truck, and there was the appropriate apologies, and so I'm kind of happy, but um, there is one lady there um, that... Um, that uh, 
um, is not going to be invited to the Salem family for dinner. <laughs> and I have a photographic memory, so. But nevertheless, I am a forgiving person. But I, I am grateful to the, uh, the to the to the manager that uh, contacted us and and uh, and worked with my wife while I was on the radio, and, and everything was fine. God bless you. Drive safe. Wear your seatbelt. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.